Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. Did you ever try to outline what you'd do in the course of an ordinary day? You'd get a mighty impressive-looking list. Busy? Oh, of course you are. You have plenty to do. But just the same, someday soon, you're going to find time, you say, to go down to the Red Cross Blood Center or Cooperating Blood Bank in your city and give blood. Perhaps next week. But right now, you're just too busy to save a life. Now, maybe you haven't thought of it quite that way, but that's what it adds up to. That pint of blood you didn't give might have saved the life of a wounded serviceman, an airman who crash-landed somewhere out west. It might save a little girl from the crippling effects of polio. It might have, but it won't if it isn't available. So let's really get busy. Call your local Red Cross blood center or cooperating blood bank. Make your appointment to save a life and then keep it. Our nation needs large quantities of blood and plasma to meet present emergencies. Lend your hand now. Support the blood program. Mr. McGee of 79 Westful Vista is up to his ears in a snapshot contest. He went downtown early this morning with his camera and a pocket full of film, and he's back home now triumphant as we join Fibber McGee and Molly. And I just happened to be there, Jerry at the rat hole, when she did it with my camera, Molly. I mean, I was there with my camera when she did it. I, I don't mean she did it with my camera, of course. I know, I know. Uh... Yeah, oh, what a picture. There she was in the middle of the street carrying the babies, and traffic was pretty thick, and the cop swallowed his whistle, so I got her picture with my camera. Oh, what a scoop. Whose picture? Whose picture did you get? With that camera mine, Tootsie. I got all three of them, Eloise and both the babies. Eloise, who in the world is Boy, it? oh boy, I'll cop that camera shop prize with this picture for sure. I'm telling you, when Eloise stepped across them streetcar tracks with her little tail in the air and them kittens in her mouth, traffic stopped for three blocks. Who is Eloise? Eloise? Well, she's Kramer's drugstore's cat, naturally. Oh, naturally. She was, weren't you listening to me, Molly? I was trying to, dearie. I guess I don't listen fast enough. You'll either have to learn to talk slower or I'll have to have my ears speeded up. Well, I was downtown at 14th and Oak a while ago when I heard all this horn honking, see? Yeah. I shoved my way through the crowd, hopped up on the hood of a parked car to get a better view, and there it was. All them cars skidding to a stop while Kramer's cat carried her kittens nonchalantly across the street in her mouth. Oh, that must have been a cute sight. Oh, it <laughs> should make a wonderful picture. You said it. If this shot don't win that 50-buck prize for the most unusual picture of the week, I'm going to trade my camera in for a tuba and blow my brains out with it. Are you sure you were the only one there with a the camera? Oh, there was one other guy there, but just as he was about to shoot his picture, somebody accidentally ran into him. Knocked the camera right out of his hand. Boy, was he sore. I can imagine. He even threatened to punch me in the nose. But that cop came over and broke it up. McGee, you don't mean you bumped the man and made him... You said it. For 50 bucks, kiddo, this is business. Oh, I can't wait to get this roll of film developed and get a gander at that prize picture. I'm going to take it upstairs to my dark room right now and run through the developer. By dark room, I take it you mean the closet in Uncle Dennis's room, where you ruined six rolls of film and three of my spare blankets yesterday. Oh, that was an accident. The film all turned black because there was light leaking in someplace in the dark room. It won't happen this time. Where was the light coming from? 
I forgot to close the dark room door. Hmm. What about my blanket? Well, gee whiz, I didn't know that developing stuff would stain blankets. I'll take a towel in this time to wipe my hands on. Oh, boy, you don't learn how to develop pictures overnight, you know. Well, don't let anybody bother me, Tootsie. I'll wait till you see these pictures. That does sound like a cute picture he took. And the poor lad certainly deserves to win a prize the way he's been working at it. Funny. He hasn't taken a picture of me since we went to the World's Fair in Chicago. And yesterday he took 37 of them. (laughs) Then he took them right upstairs to his dark room and ruined them. Oh, well. Grocery boy! Set them on the sink, Mr. Oldtimer. How are you today? Good, fine, daughter. Hi, bird. Where's Johnny, daughter? I'm talking to her, bird. McGee is upstairs in the spare closet. So, been a bad boy again, has he? No, no, he... Because just... that's the way you got to be with that boy, daughter. You got to be stern. That's the way Papa was with us kids, when us kids was just kids' daughter. Really? Oh, when we got into trouble, Papa used to say to us, Kids, he'd say. Kids what? We never heard the rest of it. When Papa spoke in that tone of voice, us kids just leapt out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what'd you say Johnny did, daughter? I didn't say he did anything. He... Yes, sir, when Papa hired us kids jumped. He wouldn't take no back talk, Papa wouldn't. Pretty firm, was he? Well, he did get a little flabby around the tummy in his later years, but he was pretty firm when I was a boy. <laughs> yes, sir, Papa ruled that house with an iron hand. An iron hand, huh? Yep. Sawed it off a statue of General Custer one Halloween. <laughs> Brung it home in his pocket. My goodness, you mean to tell me your father would deface a statue like that? No, he de-handed it, daughter. Saw the hand off. Hmm. He always tried to... See, how long are you going to keep Johnny locked up in the closet? All day? Oh, he isn't locked up at all. He went up there to develop some snapshots he took. Oh, pictures, huh? Yes, he has to develop them in a dark room, you see. So he went into the closet and closed the door. Well, now, that's a mighty fine hobby for the boy, daughter. You make him stay with it. Taking pictures, you mean, or developing them? No, sitting in a dark closet. Keeps him out of trouble. (laughs) If he gets out, tell him hello. So long. There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. You know, it won't be long before the family will be decorating the Christmas tree. Decorating your Christmas tree is a pleasant holiday job. But as you attach the tinsel, the ornaments, and lights, keep accident hazards in mind. Check each string of tree lights to make certain the insulation on the electric cords is in good condition. Every bulb on a string should be screwed tightly into its socket so that tinsel or other metal decorations can't cause short circuits. Tree lights generate heat. So to prevent a fire, keep them away from combustible decorations. Perhaps you've been thinking of setting up an old-fashioned tree with popcorn, strings, paper, ornaments, and real candles. Well, don't do it. The National Safety Council says a candlelit tree is a bad hazard. So don't let your happy holiday season turn into one of tragedy. Instead, decorate your tree with safety and enjoy a carefree, accident-free Christmas. And there's your bird seed, and here's your fresh water. There. Yes, Daddy's upstairs. He's developing a picture. No, Daddy ain't. He just came down, kiddo. Oh, <laughs> well, where's the picture? How'd the negative come out? Is it good? No, don't you worry. It'll be great. 
It's got to soak up there in the trail of water for a few more minutes before I can bring it out in the light and look at it. Well, I'm anxious to see it myself. I do hope it's good. Now, who's this? Come in. Hello, folks. Oh, it's you, Wimp. You don't need to ring the bell, Mr. Wimple. No. As long as you're a house guest here, you just walk right in and out like we do. Well, thank you, Mrs. McGee. I brought your mail in. Oh, thanks, Wimp. Let's have it. Here you are. Uh, just a postcard. Oh, from Uncle Dennis McGee, bless his heart. Yeah, it's from California. Land of sunshine, they say. It says, dear niece and nephew, am here in California just drinking in the scenery. Class of the time, probably. Just read the postcard, McGee. Oh, it says, I'm coming east soon and will pay you a visit. Wonderful, wonderful. Does he say when he's coming? No, just says, had planned to drive back for Thanksgiving with a fellow named Reardon. Reardon? He turned out to be a crook, so I ditched him. You know me, I always like my Irish straight. (laughs) Love, Uncle Dennis. Ah, dear Uncle Dennis. Yeah, I was thinking of him today. You know, I was thinking of you downtown this morning, Mr. McGee. What happened? Somebody blow cigar smoke in your face, Mr. Wimple? No, but if I'd had my brownie, I could have gotten a wonderful picture for you to use in that contest, Mr. McGee. Yeah, what was it? Well, it was the cutest thing. Down at 14th and Oak, a mother cat carried her two little kittens across the street while all the cars stopped. Yeah, it did, huh? A friend of mine told me later that he tried to take a picture of it, but some big clobber head... Those are his quotes. Uh-huh. Some big clobberhead bumped into him and ruined it. Isn't that terrible? Imagine anybody doing that. Very uncouth. I was down there myself this morning, Wimp, and I had an even worse experience. I had a fellow with a camera in his hand threatened to punch me right in the nose. Good gracious. But I got the picture just the same, and hey, it ought to be ready to look at the negative by now. Hold tight, you kids. You're about to get a preview of the prize picture of the week. I hope it's good. Oh, photography is such fun, Mrs. McGee. I used to belong to a camera club, you know. In fact, I was their prize photographer. Oh, I didn't know you were so talented. Prize photographer of the club, huh? Yes. I was the photographer who photographed the prizes the other photographers run for their photographs. I suppose with a truly negative personality, one can hardly... I got it, Molly. I got it. The negative is all dry and it looks great. I haven't got a good look at it yet, but it looks great. Oh, I'm so glad. Hold it up to the light. Let's see the cat and the kitten. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Get fingerprints on it. Let me see now. Which one is it? There's 12 on the roll, and I got... Isn't this it? Which one? Which one? There. I can't quite make it out, but it looks like a big mangy cat carrying something in its mouth. Oh, no, that's no cat. That's the football coach from the high school. He always wears his raccoon coat. Uh, what's he got in his mouth? Looks like a kitten, doesn't it? That's Toops' dog. I forgot to turn the film. My prize winner's on here somewhere. Oh, here it is, here it is, here it is. I should have remembered it's the last one on the roll. Oh, that's a good one, Mr. McGee. What is it? What is it? My gosh, it's as clear as a weatherman's picnic promise. Take a look at that, Molly. That is a good clear negative, McGee. Why? Look at those cars there. That convertible. That sedan. Stop them right in their tracks. And look at the bus. You can even see the people looking out the window. Just amazing. Ah, that's that little German anthrax camera of mine, kiddo. That F-33 pure glass lens really stops the action dead. Yes, it does. In fact, you stopped the action a little too soon on this one, McGee. What you mean? The kittens haven't come on the scene yet. What? I can't find the kittens anyplace. Are you sure? Well, they were right in the middle of the street. Hey, let's see that. Oh, of all the dad-ratted luck. Well, it's too bad. Well, they're there, all right. That dad-ratted bus pulled right in front of me and spoiled the picture. 
Just as I snapped it. I see it. I see the cat. Huh? Just your tail sticking out behind the bus. See there? The tail. That rat. That bus driving rat. He done that on purpose. I'll never spend another cent on them buses again as long as I live if I have to walk from here to eternity. We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. During the past quarter century, more listeners have enjoyed more radio programs on NBC than on any other network. Today, when you tune to the station where you hear the familiar three NBC chimes, you're assured of hearing the finest in music, drama, comedy, and mystery. Friday evening, there's laughs for your whole family when NBC brings you the Bob Hope Show and the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show. Special guest on the Bob Hope Show Friday will be one of your favorite motion picture stars. You'll enjoy a laugh a minute when Bob presents a fun-filled dramatic parody. You also enjoy the musical moments provided by lovely Margaret Whiting and the Les Brown Band of Renown on the Bob Hope Show. Later, when it's time for the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, tune to this same station for the fast-paced mirth and music that makes Friday night one of the week's most listenable evenings. Yes, every Friday night, you'll find an hour of stellar comedy and scintillating music on the Bob Hope Show and the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show. Hear them both on most stations of the NBC radio network. I took that negative down at the camera shop and told them to make me an enlargement of it, Molly. Why? Oh, it's too small to work with the way it is. And I figure an enlargement will make everything big, you see. Sounds likely. And then maybe I can take a knife and scrape that bus off of there, see? Because that cat is right behind the bus with her kittens, and if I get the bus scraped out of there, you don't think so? No, dearie. Oh, well, good night. Good night, all. NBC has brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Wallace Whipple. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Thank you.